my queens and my kings good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time of the day it is that you have decided to tune in to another episode from your girl mary's daughter now it is a new year new me kidding <laughs> i honestly do not like new year's resolutions because it sets up unrealistic expectations in my book. And I wanted to talk about comparison and speaking of setting up unrealistic expectations, the, the concept of comparison is double-edged. On one end, comparing yourself to someone else may motivate you to do big and bold and better, but in my experience and what I've seen all around with friends and family is that comparison will draw you into a depression that you have to build years to get out of and that's where addictions come in and addictions that maybe were generational curses come out even more like alcoholism runs rampant in my family and growing up I was always the dark skinned one and as a black woman those listening who are black women you know colorism exists and to those who are not black listening i will briefly explain that in the black community the darker your skin was and sometimes even now you were looked at as ugly or lesser than your brown lighter skinned sisters and when i say sisters i mean biologically or just black women in general so it still happens nowadays. We obviously see it. Darker skinned women are still given lesser of a more beautiful role. You're always still the sidekick. You're always still, if you are a woman of power, you're given this role of the B word that I don't like and everyone is afraid of you. But your light skinned counterpart is the cute, beautiful one that gets the guy or tells you how to be more calm and tamed. So that's just a little bit going back in history. And then it got to the point where I compared myself to my sister who is actually here with me. And I may get her, Enaj the Dragon, in on this uh, conversation because I always want a different perspective. And she has a way, she's my sister, so she has a way of hearing what I'm saying, but then pulling out things that I didn't notice. Um, so growing up, we were always pitted against each other. She is brown skinned, taller than me. And our family, certain family members would tell us, you're the pretty one, i.e. Inaj, and I'm the smart one. So just focus on books. You're the smart one. I, I, may I interject? Yes. I was never told that I was the pretty one. I was never, what? yeah, I was never told that I was pretty or anything. I was never told anything. Like, wow. I was never told by our family to, that I was the pretty one. Are you kidding um, me? I'm not saying nobody ever didn't call me Maybe pretty. they, right. I'm, yeah. It was brought to my attention okay. several times, all the time. It was never said to me directly, like, you are the pretty one. You should focus on being pretty. I've never thought anybody in our family thought I was that pretty. I was called skinny a lot. And I was. Or that they said that you. About my weight and stuff like that. So I never. You're pretty one. You're going to be like. Nobody. You're going to be like your sister, like. Our older sister? Like, nobody ever said that. Nobody ever said to me 
like as far as our aunts and uncles nobody ever said you are the pretty one focused on being pretty or anything like that nobody has ever called me or, I hear it like it was it wasn't like anything, it was sitting here right now it wasn't I hear anything it. that I experienced until I got older yeah and then I did I remember Aunt Gloria saying yeah. to me several times she felt like I was very beautiful and that I didn't See, but Gloria, I needed a she right. used to say like oh you a man should take care of you because you are yes. so pretty now that is something that I did but Gloria, Gloria also say, said that as I was an adult though right. I was, she never said that to me and Gloria also though our aunt Gloria rest in peace said that to me like she was like your dark like your richness and your tone like she big up me right. whenever so it was not her but no no, no Shay, I'm just saying I just want to say I was it's weird that y'all this I is some family me. revelation coming up I, I never knew she didn't I know when I was always told that I would not be as good as you not financially but um academically See, and I was that, always compared to you academically, and that was really the only way they ever I ever saw a comparison. I, I was never, compared the other way. I was always compared for our looks, and that you and our older sister I, were the brown, <laughs> cute ones, beautiful ones, and I was the book smart one and to concentrate on my books. I mean, and to I hire was, people to do everything for me is what I was told. I never got that I was the pretty one or nothing like that. I don't know, like, like our guardian never really cared about anything that I did. You know, mm. like she didn't care about my love of music. She didn't care about my love of dance and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, like, I really just and it's it's a double edged sword because yes, it, it's what, allowed me to find my passion in those things. See, of my own. and so with comparison, so, my queens, and I didn't kings, <laughs> It's you can tell the dynamics of the two where. Mm -hmm. She, like, literally, y'all, we didn't talk about this before recording. Right. No. And so <laughs> she never knew that this is what I've heard. Yeah, and that's right. what resonates in my head. Like, like I said, like, as if I'm these people were these sitting people here. never told me that I was pretty to my face. I never heard that I was pretty. See, and that's all I've ever heard in my right. ear was that I was to be smart. And I was never going to be like my sister's brown-skinned and beautiful. Yeah. And, that's you know, so I was I like, okay. And so I go to college with low self-esteem and I drink myself to, you know, not to death, thank God. Right. But it's like, I, and even in college, my friends would be like, Treva, we love you. But when you drink, you become rude, you become, and I'm like, y'all, what is it? So I got into therapy and it's because I had low self-esteem and I compared myself to all of my friends up at App. You know, I would say, oh, she's the, you know, brown skin, long hair, got body. I'm a toothpick. I'm not a black woman. I got told that by several men. You're not really, you can't consider yourself a black woman until you have curves. You know? I get that, I get that a lot as well. And it's like, annoying. I've, I've had that my whole life. In fact. What do you mean? I'm black, bro. Like, I'm black. Interesting. That's why I'm just trying to show you that you're yeah. so different. Right. Um, my, my first husband said, used to say to me all the time that I had a white woman body and that's why he wanted to get with me. That's why he wanted to marry right. me and be with me because I'm slim. I didn't I heard have a black me. woman body to him. He told me that. So no. you know what I mean? Went so, almost off the, again. Off the rain. So yeah, <laughs> it's like I've dealt with that as well. Like yes, it has benefited me in a positive way as well. Not saying my husband, my first husband, was a positive way. I'm just saying I do understand that I use my looks to make money and stuff like that now. Right. Uh, but this is this is something I came into my own confidence of loving myself. I'd never heard right. I was pretty like that. Right. So for <laughs> so me, it's kind of shocking either. for me to hear you say that. Like I'm pretty. I felt like my prettiness is something that I discovered within the last two years. And I know a lot of people will be like, "What? You were a go-go dancer. You were this." Right. But I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel like a, right. a beautiful person. And I didn't now. feel beautiful outside of what I could tell you I've done and accomplished. Right. And then when I wasn't accomplishing anything because I was in this 
I got to drink my sorrows away, you know, kind of stupor. I then diminished myself even more because I'm like, I'm no longer Treva that's going to be Oprah. Growing up, I was supposed to either be Do Dr. Maya Angelou mm, incarnate or, or, um, or Oprah. I was going to be one of those two. I was going to be the new right. Dr. Maya Angelou. I was going to be the new Oprah, but I was going to be just Treva. Like I feel you, you know. Because on the, I feel like the only and then when I didn't I accomplish down, any of that. Right. Not even uh, didn't accomplish because we're still young. We got plenty true, of time. True, true. But uh, and again, Maya Angelou is somebody that was not at all any of what we know her for until her late thirties. So that's shit, true. Like, we good. We got time. Right. Um, but what I'm saying is, what I I feel the opposite of that. The only person I let down was myself. Nobody believed in my music. Nobody believed in anything I was trying to do. Yeah. So it was like when I would fail at it, it, it didn't, oh, she says no one, she doesn't mean not no one, but I'm just saying like <laughs> because family and you, you were there, but yeah. um like because family wasn't there or right. didn't believe in this dream of me making it as right. a star. I didn't let anyone. I didn't let anyone down. Everybody See, and I had the opposite. You, so I had whole like, neighborhoods and like, school or teachers, right, coaches right. like. This is who we've cultivated like, and breathed wow, breathe life into, right? And the way you speak and the way right. you do this. And then I go to college and I monk it all up because, and there's that good old Southern coming out of me, monk it all up, um, <laughs> you know, by drinking. And the drinking was accidental, actually. I mean, it's it always been it in was our... To fit in. It was to, Right. And yeah. then it was like, I'm drinking because it tastes good and all that stuff. But then it, it felt good and all that good stuff. So right. then it's like, but then when you have comparison... In the deepest of you, and you drink, you do any mind-altering anything, your true, your trueness comes out. Like your your truth comes out. And it took me almost losing our relationship, almost losing relationships with very key people in my life who said, We cannot stand by you while you do this right. to yourself. Figure it out. And so luckily, we're gonna kind of go Definitely. forward. <laughs> right. And I would I worked for a company who gave us free therapy, and it was to the point where even my bosses were like, "You are not Treva. We don't know who this is." But and it wasn't dealing with drinking. It was my attitude. I was always upset at something, and I'm Treva, and you, like literally getting upset. And I'm like, wait, something. It's not them anymore. It's me. So what? So, so marker number one, if you're taking notes. <laughs> that I want to say when it deals with comparison and let me also add that this is something I am working on daily um I do want to get to a point where I no longer compare myself to the woman who's sitting beside me to my best friend um to other women out here and then feel bad about myself nice. so very first kind of marker is seeking professional help and you're probably like oh okay Treva I sat here for 20 something minutes 30 something minutes to hear you say seek professional help but that's it it literally taught me steps Miss Kathy if she ever hears this shout out to you I've already emailed her when I left our session um we ended like she it took me as far as I could go in our in our journey or whatever and so when I we were done and I gave my uh feedback I gave her the utmost praises because she looked at me as a person and as a woman and she really even though she was getting paid I didn't feel that way about Miss Kathy but she gave me realistic points one being I am a writer 
she said use that so if you're a singer if you're a writer if you're a storyteller if you are a claymation artist if you're a youtuber no one even has to see these things guys so first things first is seeking professional help one thing you can do aside from that is use what you love to be your outlet that is not drugs or alcohol or something that is going to hurt you physically um for me it is writing so i started to go back to doing the things i thought i couldn't do if i wasn't drinking which is writing good poems writing good uh, um um prose and i have started to write some of the most like awesome stuff that i've ever written and i'm like and it's because i turned this character of um comparison into a fictional thing and a queen and a king and a princess and all that good type of stuff because i'm a disney fanatic mm -hmm. and in this and hopefully no one steals my idea but there is a queen who has everything at her disposal and every day uh, her reflection visits her but instead of seeing beauty in the reflection because that's who she is she sees this worn out reflection and the reflection always says the same thing every day and then this is this disappears and i will leave it there because i'm actually going to be writing and <laughs> putting it into um a, a book so i will stop it there cliffhanger so but from that i'm like oh my god in this the queen has to find her true self in order for her reflection to reflect who she really is and not the fake her yeah. so it's like that stuff even now excites me i want to go grab my pen and paper right. so if you're right if you're a singer write about how you love yourself and sometimes you may not feel it but you just have to do it and so sis is there something you do like has actually has comparison ever even haunted you like it um, haunts yes. me yes yes and yes okay so first thing is uh, I might need to get a little closer um, sorry. Ooh, I like most people experience comparison my whole fucking life <laughs> no, sorry my whole life you might have to beat that out which I can edit it I'll talk um, but I've experienced um, comparison my whole life I feel like I was always as I when I was younger I was really gifted when I was younger so she was. I was really smart in math and stuff like that so um, I think everybody expected me to be as academically gifted as you mm -hmm. and so like just going to a school after you went to mm -hmm. it I constantly got prepared compared to you um, and then you know me academically you academically well I like math <laughs> but that's pretty much it and other than that I'm like real artsy <laughs> so um, it's like I do not like to read I'm an audiobook listener I rather I someone reads stand to audiobooks. me like well no I, it's not that i can't stand them sorry right. i just would rather give me the book and the crack open of the book right. and the smell of I an know. old book oh but me if i open a book <laughs> i'm not gonna finish it if i'm listening to an audiobook i'm gonna finish it so that's, that's how I, I just it's what gives me best results but again I, i've dealt with that my whole life but i've always not cared right i've always been a bit of a wild child and just I, and I feel like I was allotted that because you took a you took a brunt of the focus. 
That's true. Um, with you doing so well in academics and everything, and then as soon as I started to show that I wasn't that smart, it was like everybody, <laughs> like, it was, it was like I was left alone to my own self to create and do <coughs> what it was that I, that I wanted to do. We can and, laugh about this now. Right, and, I, right. <laughs> and it's so I, I admired, like, going, growing up, I was sad that I didn't go to college. Like, I was really disappointed in myself when I could not get my grades up mm -hmm. to be able to go to a university and get accepted in a university like you. I felt really disappointed in myself. And so, you know, when I got the opportunity to go to Peru, I was excited because I was yeah. like, I have something I can tell Girl, people I about. bragged about you, you know, everywhere. Right, and I was just you. like, finally something good. Like, yeah. that's kind of what Treva's doing, but, like, <laughs> it's like my own lane, but at least people will see me doing something yeah. cool yeah. or whatever. And, and then... I felt like nobody cared. Ah, okay. Like I went out the country and came back, and mm -hmm. it was just like, and nobody and listened good to me work. on the radio. Nobody nope. really cared about the work I had done or any of that. So it was like, at that point, after that, that's when I became like go go dance all that stuff. I really stopped caring. I was like, I don't care. Like obviously, I can't please these people. Right. <laughs> so, and I've never. So, I've just now gotten to a it point of like, trying not to care. And that was around 19 <laughs> years old. So like around 19 years old is when I was like, all right, I'm not gonna please. I'm not gonna be able to please them. I'll never be Treva. And I, right. it's crazy that you compared yourself to me. And I felt like all the time, even I now, wasn't guys, I was my life completely like, honest <laughs> with. I don't even think Sus has heard this before. But I shared this with my with my best friend, which Janie, my sister here is my best friend. Um, but it's like even to the point of dating now, the thought of a man meeting like you, because he's gonna have to meet you. Right. I feel like he's gonna fall in love with you, and then I'm gonna lose like another man. So it even scares me the thought of meeting a man, introducing him to you because of how I used see you well if it and compare helped, yourself to me if it like helped, you know it, which i don't think this is gonna help excuse but me. it might because we're talking about it i fear meeting people for the same reason as cocky as that sounds i fear meeting people because when me and you live together mm -hmm. every it was like almost every dude you were like meeting online and stuff was like going crazy and then later stalking me and yes. showing up at my job and yes. so i fear that as well and it, I feel scared. Like, I, I think that's going through those experiences is part of the reason why I don't online day. I'm scared. When we said we don't online, right? Like, I'm scared of that. Like, that's I'm a scared whole other of, podcast coming, guys. Right. So it, 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 yeah, I fear it too. I get scared too, and it's maybe even this, even though it's the opposite reason, I'm fearful right. of what it's going to do to our relationship. I'm fearful of how this person's going to act. I'm fearful of it hurting you. Yeah. Like, and I'm fearful of it, of me feeling guilty of that when I've done nothing. But exactly, and I'm, so I'm, I'm fearful. I get scared not fearful. too. I get, scared I get mad at myself for thinking that I'm not good enough that a man would want me over, you know, not right. over you, for lack of better terms. Um, well, my first husband constantly compared me to you. He always felt like you were the better wife. He used to always say, like, Treva's going to be a perfect wife. Like, oh, my God, Treva's great. Like, look, oh, look at how she cooks. Oh, look at how she cleans up after I, she cooks. And I think it's because like, oh, the men at, in mind that I'm she... meeting want you, <laughs> so, who you like, <laughs> they want the Treva, they, they want me to look like I do, but I feel like the men that I meet want me to act like you do but isn't that every and, but isn't that every person don't we all want the best of both worlds don't we as women want the wild man but also no. loving no. you don't want a man that's like he, like he is 
um, maybe that's just me. I do want somebody that's both, but I am both. So I guess no. I feel that way. Like, I, I am mean, the wild child and the, the We already person. know the man I meet is going to be more <laughs> docile and quiet. Well, no, I can't say that because I don't know the future. I just know that two Trevas can't go together. I like... I can't have another I can't have another me. He can be parts of me right, because we have to we got to get along on some type of weird as you know aspect or whatever but the man that I envision he is more quiet and more like stern with what he says like I just you know, feel like I just feel like a lot of women want that balance like a lot of women say they want a man that will take care of things and stuff like that but then they also want a man that is emotionally available I do and want a, a man who is men, open in communication right and a lot of men say they not open with communication they not open with their feelings and stuff because all they do is focus on work and da 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 and so you know what I mean see it's I think like, can what you I say take <laughs> I guess take care of me to me I don't look at it as, as the man working. Yeah, you're not saying it financially. You mean yes. That. I want him to take care of me spiritually. I want you to pray for me. I want you to get down, you know, every morning and let's meditate. I want you to take care of my my physical, my mental and physical needs. Right. But again, well, not both. mental, and like I, and I think self-esteem what, as far as like you just being and I think that's how <clears> I'm an uplifting it. I person. Think that to men, I I. On the surface level, I cover your physical needs. And yeah. then, like, when my husband would compare me and you, well, my ex-husband would compare me and you, it would be the more... Traits. Um, yeah, it was like the... the the What you... The stereotypical female... Uh, roles. Roles. Yeah. It would be the cooking, the cleaning, the nurturing. He hated yes. the fact that I'm not one of those people that kind of check in on you, but you, you would, don't. like, check in and da-da-da-da. Like, right. And, He's just like, you're not that nurturing. So it's like... But that's not your love language. That's why... I, I agree. But again, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I say I feel like people like the best of both worlds. You well, I guess when I heard them. your first thing about best of both worlds, it Don't was more like... Right. Well, it was like, like I want people. a bad boy, but then I want the geeky executive. But that's... That's what every, I heard. Well, I do. And I feel I don't like that is... Per, that's people. Everybody has all those different sides to themselves. But I feel like... And I want somebody that can express all those... No, I do want somebody who... Those. If you come at me, I want to be like... First of Right. That's true, but like, that's my girl. Like, right. You want somebody that has a backbone enough to stand up for you, but then you want Right, but I don't feel like that's a bad boy. Like, I don't feel no, like... No, and it's not. And again, you want that perfect balance. And that's what I'm saying. Like, on two opposite ends of the spectrum, yes, a guy would want both me and you. Because Probably, yeah. he would want things that I can do, and then he would also want things that you can that's do. True. And that, that that's not a negative towards either of us. No. That's just saying... You want a well-rounded ass person, right? Right. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, okay. So with comparison and part uno of this, we first, I first want you to acknowledge that comparison is there. Like, let's start there. It is there, and if you're listening to this and you don't really have a problem with comparing yourself, just listen to this for the views because you love me. Um, but those of us who have struggled with it and are struggling, I want us to keep encouraging each other, and I want you to reach out to me um, as well. If you know something that you're doing, someone, some book, some podcast that you really, really like, um, I know my sis, Inaj the Dragon, has 
uh, Positive Dra Dragon uh, podcast where she does self-affirmation um, chants and, and um, I would call them chants. Right, <clears throat> affirmations. Affirmations <laughs> that she you just say over and over again and you start your day that way. I would definitely recommend her podcast. I listen to it. So I also would recommend again, starting somewhere if you can afford it. If there's somebody, there's, I know somebody that has a friend that is a therapist. Ask them if you can start talking to them for a small fee. Cause I do believe in asking our friends but also giving them what they're worth too. And if I went to school all these years, right. I do want to help you, but I also know I have to live, you know, right. whatever. So definitely getting to a uh, professional therapist um, and then also using whatever you feel is your gift. If it's drumming, just drumming out a beat that's called comparison and like, you know, to where you're drumming it out to beat comparison, you know? Like, my stories isn't to bring up all the things that I am not. It is to bring up all the things that I am to get rid of the lies that were told to me from a child. I am dark-skinned. I will not be able to change that, nor do I want to. I can with bleaching creams and stuff of that nature. I don't want to, you know? So... Those for now on this um, this particular episode, because I'm going to stop here, um, I want us to concentrate on. And then the next part with comparison, I want us to, hmm, let me think on that actually, because I do want to get down to the nitty gritty of comparison. And I want to bring up some factual uh, points that isn't just me talking to you guys, but it's me researching. So I think the next episode dealing with comparison will be that of what really to do in this point. What moving forward, what does that look like? Um, and giving us some help and maybe even bringing in some of my friends who are maybe therapists and experts in this more so than I am. So my queen, uh, my queens and my kings, Again, I thank you so much for watching, for listening to this, this episode. I'm getting my feet wet all over again, guys. I got to get my feet back into this. And um, please stay tuned for the next episode. I will be dropping that probably in the next three or so days after this one. So please stay tuned, you guys. Keep your notifications on. All that good stuff. I'm going into YouTube now. Notifications, subscribe. <laughs> All that good stuff. And just remember, guys, to love on yourself. Love on each other because we have no idea how much longer we're going to be here. Thank you, guys, and I love you.